0: This is the Handshake Agency Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Green Room Podcast again on the Handshake Agency Network. I'm your host, Neil Griffiths. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Got another good one for you today because I am joined by music heavyweights, US legends, The Offspring, Dexter and Noodles came on the podcast to talk about their brand new album, Let the Bad Times Roll. It is their first album in almost a decade. It's actually their 10th studio album as well. Uh, and Dexter and Noodles came on to talk about the album, what's taken so long. Um, Australian fans will remember these guys uh, headlined the very first Good Things Festival in 2018. And a little earlier in that year, I spoke to Noodles, who was intending for the band to release new music and a new album. Probably within that next 12 months, obviously COVID played a part in the delay. Fans have heard a couple of singles from the album. It really is great to have Offspring back. And it was so good to talk to these guys again on Zoom. They're in LA still. We spoke about the record. We spoke about the fact that they were meant to be in Australia, touring with Sum 41 right before COVID um, put everyone in lockdown. And we cleared up these weird rumours about original Prankster. Obviously, it's one of Offspring's biggest songs. For some reason, people don't know or have these rumours who the rapper is in that chorus. They clear that up once and for all. So without further ado... Here is Dexter and Noodles of the Offspring on the Green Room Podcast. Dexter and Noodles, hello, the Offspring.
2: Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Good, guys. How are you going? Great. Doing good. I mean, all things considered. Good. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean. A qualified,
2: qualified great.
0: Haven't played a show in over a year, but, uh, you know, other than that.
1: What, where where are you guys right. right now? Is this a, a virtual background or is that the actual studio you're in right now? I kind of this just, is
0: our, yeah. our studio here in Huntington Beach California this is where the magic happens and as well as a lot of heartbreak yes <laughs> where the heartbreak
2: happens.
1: Yeah. yeah um how are you guys doing obviously right now um there seems to be some sort of light at the end of this fucking COVID tunnel at least now I know like I've, I've had a couple of guests on from LA particularly in the last week it seems vaccinations are starting to roll out properly now right
0: yeah, we haven't got him yet because we're much too young. We're yes. nowhere near qualifying no, yet. Can't. And uh, we can't. Yeah. But. Uh, but I got my dad vaccinated and I know more and more people are are getting vaccinated. A friend of ours actually hit me up last night and says, dude, I have the hookup. I have the hookup if you need vaccination. Really? Yeah. I bet you can guess who it is. A yeah. Friend of ours, but yeah, I, I won't say who he is because he's in a he's in a band.
1: what are they already like off the market vaccinations? That's what it was. It was like, you
0: know, yeah, if, yeah, yeah like <laughs> if a, I had a, like a, a drug dealer, if I belonged to a certain HMO, he could do it all legit. Otherwise I had to make up a name and address. Oh, really? And I like, <laughs> like I don't want to do that. First of all, I want to have like my card saying, cause I'm going to travel. I want to, I want to come to Australia someday. And I know I'm going to have to have
2: you know, proof documentation like, yeah, that I got my dude. vaccination, and it's like a it's like a drug dealer, right? What you need, what you need, man. We got the totally. It was like that. We got Johnson, oh, Johnson. We got Pfizer. Yeah. What
1: you want? It's um. I feel like you guys are the only band who are like actually doing a proper PSA for it. Because if if you haven't seen, check out the Offspring's Instagram. You guys have done "Come Out and Play," but go get vaccinated. Who was the wise guy who came up with this?
0: Him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we just thought it was funny, you know. I mean, it we've been kinda, really well, r- right? yeah. We've been kind of riffing on that that whole thing, and of course, you got to keep us separated, you know, the so, so, social distancing and all that, you know. So we've been kind of riffing on that, got for a year, and finally, we decided to do something, and so we that's actually blackball the keep them separated guy uh, singing that.
2: Yeah, you got to get your. We did it. We put station. it in the track and yeah. and put it out, and uh, it just seemed like the right sentiment. It wasn't us trying to preach or tell people how they should think or what they should do but just the idea that hey we just like to go out and play some shows and yeah people people are dying to get out in general but it's not going to happen till we get our shots but of yeah. course
0: people wanted to school us including him the guy with a phd in molecular biology who specializes in virology they want to school us because they've heard this thing from their weird corner of the internet that that totally makes sense to them and and uh,
2: we're gonna we're gonna stick with what science tells us yeah I like the the chips in the vaccine that's a good one the chips oh yeah the 5g yeah 5g chip they're saying yeah. they don't want, they don't want to take the vaccine because they, they think there's a chip in it yeah. and it's gonna the government's gonna track them right right and so I say, what about that phone in your the head? The phone in your head, exactly. They're, they're typing this in the phone. that goes everywhere with them, them. By the way, you pay
0: every month it. For. knows
1: the porn,
0: knows their porn fetishes. It, it documents
1: that. Not if Everything you put the private got- setting on, noodles. If you put the private setting yeah. on, no one can see you, apparently. got That's hope right. So. Um, Dexter, you should, you should know this better than me because it's, wasn't it wasn't that one person, maybe it was in the UK, maybe it was in the US, that actually got ill from the vaccination, but that was because they had like four shots.
2: uh i mean i've heard of a, a blood clotting issue with the astrazeneca uh issue but, but i think even that was kind of mis misdiagnosed or misreported i, I thought there's been about 40 cases but they were all women and they're all under a certain age it was a very specific group and stuff and uh and so it's good i mean i get it they stopped they halted for a minute they looked at it and, and ultimately you got away the risks versus the the rewards right. right and and uh you know with any vaccine there's there's a risk that from a number of different things. It can be an autoimmune reaction or whatever that things can happen. But uh, thankfully it's usually very rare. It appears to be rare rare in in the case of all these vaccines.
1: At least the people you're dealing with and talking to is everyone on board for the vaccinations. No, one's one of the conspiracy theorists.
2: I was shocked on our own Instagram. There was a ton of people that were very, very anti. Yeah. Uh, So it's definitely a a thing uh, in the U S probably ever were, were as well yeah.
1: yeah well this is a nice segue into into my next question because noodles um it was mentioned at this at the before this interview you and i spoke for the debut good things festival in 2018 which just feels like fucking 20 years ago at this point
0: yeah it does seem seem like a, like does, a lot. and uh... on the other hand though that was some of the most recent shows we've done so it doesn't seem <laughs> that long you <laughs> on the other hand you know um because we haven't done any shows in, in a year now in a year um
1: so those have been some of the
0: most recent in my memory
1: yeah well we, we so we did the interview i think we did something with you guys before good things just when the festival was announced in like august and then i spoke to you again at the festival and at that time again this is august 2018 and you had you had said then like you guys had written a bunch of songs you have enough to make an album you have enough to make two albums uh fast forward to now with the album due out next month Was were these songs are they still what they are today or did you guys go back to the drawing board and start again
0: yeah we kept we kept recording through that in fact a lot of this record was probably written after that moment or around or or after that moment right
2: um so
0: we have about we have about half another record's worth of songs finished or close to finished um you know, and then we have other stuff that we could revisit and maybe make something out of, or maybe just move on. We we had a really creative period uh, right up until, well, even during the the pandemic. We, uh, last couple of years have been real creative for us. So,
1: it's nice seeing you guys in the same room together. When was when actually when was the first time you guys got to be able to to physically see each other? Past this COVID period,
0: four or five weeks. Mm. Um, you know, so. Uh, we're pretty confident that, that we're okay in here, Uh, but we did do a lot of recording in here. We tried to socially distance. We did some recording with the, well we did like we recorded a a cover for for a song from the tiger King documentary. We did your kitty Kitty, and Pete did his drums remotely from Nashville, you know, we, and sent it out. We, we sent him, you know, the basic tracks or, you know, the the rough mix. And then he he put drums on them and did it that way. Did a lot of, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, thinking back to that 2018 period where we're talking about new offspring music, that sounds so exciting. Now, three years later, how are you guys feeling with a couple of weeks out from the album release? um, Let the Bad Times Roll single has been out for a few weeks. How does it feel just to finally get new fucking music out there?
0: Feels great. I mean, yeah, that's what you, you, when you're making music, it's kind of obsessive compulsive, you know, every little note, you can pick apart. You really can't get into, to the weeds with some of this stuff. Then you have to kind of set it aside, set it down and like, go walk away, go walk through a park, go, go take a vacation, then come back and revisit it. But you think you have something good. Finally, when you, you know, when you look at it all and you think, okay, this is done, this is done. Now we got to get it to the fans. But the fans haven't heard it yet. That's like the skin kind of you're kind of like, oh, shit, now we're out on the ice. You know, is the ice (laughs) going to hold us or are we going to fall through? You know, that's kind of where we're at right now. We've had the one song out. And so far, the the feedback has been great, you know, on the single. But until the whole record gets out, we're still kind of a little bit, you know, how's the ice holding up? How are we doing out here on the ice? You know.
1: I've had to ask this question to almost every band in the last 12 months just because of everyone's got a different situation and story. When COVID really started to, to be a, a very serious and real thing and people realised, oh, it's not just a fucking flu, what point did you guys have the conversation of, oh, okay, we might not be able to release an album this year and we might not be able to tour for however long? When did you guys get in a room and say, we could be in trouble here?
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean... Yeah. This whole thing happened, as everyone remembers, in March. We were actually in South America on tour, and it was sort of falling apart around us. We ended up playing one show and scrambling to catch some of the last planes back to Los Angeles. And uh, at that point, we were planning on releasing a single, I think in May, with the album a few months after that. And just decided this does not feel like the right time to be putting out a record. And uh, so we spent the rest of the year kind of going back in the studio and just kind of tweaking them and uh in retrospect it actually made the songs all a lot better I'm, I'm i'm glad for that part of it glad that we had the time so then we're still here we are now we're sitting on it we're done it's been a year and it's like well now what do we do, yeah. do we wait another year or wait for an <laughs> indefinite amount of time so we decided to do it so i know when you look at it it's like okay we haven't put out a record in nine years let's put it out let's wait to have a nice pandemic to put it out in that would yeah. be perfect <laughs> so it doesn't sound like the optimal time but it uh I believe the record's timely because we're talking about things that are going on right now. And it just felt like the right time to put it out, believe it or not.
1: How, how is the, the atmosphere in California? Obviously, again, and I've asked this to a couple of other LA-based people, take out the pandemic. You guys just had a, a very controversial election period, protests. How has the, the vibe been in America and, and LA specifically? Oh,
0: we hate each other. Everybody here hates each other, <laughs> you know, well, um, most of the time when you're, you know, day-to-day, I mean, you, you see all these videos of people getting in each other's faces, but for the most part, everyone is, everyone's dealing with each other normally, you know, there are more and more episodes of extreme behavior, you're seeing it, you know, Um you know, but a lot of that happens, I think, mostly on the internet and, and, and on, in the media and stuff. I think one-on-one, you know, I, I have family and friends who are diametrically to, opposed to me politically. But, you know, I get together along with, you know, get along with them fine, face-to-face. We all kind of put, put everything aside. I'm sure people are going to work and work with the people like that. And same thing, you know. But it but yeah. it seems like on the in the media and on, on Facebook and on Twitter and stuff, everyone's just calling each other idiots. I'm I'm as bad as anyone else when yeah. it comes to that on Twitter for sure.
2: For, yeah. But I mean you see people getting arrested for not wearing masks. I mean it's it's gnarly out there. But but have you seen it? I mean see
0: it online. I see it have you seen that actually happen? Uh
2: I was on a plane last week oh, and I'm getting yeah. bitched out by the flight attendant for taking a drink of water. With a bottle right. in my hand, and she's like, put your mask back on. Did you
1: move the mask to have a drink and then put it back on.
2: Yes. Wow. Wow. And she was so all over it. So I think he's gnarly. I mean, like a couple of records ago, we wrote a song called Shit Is Fucked Up. And we thought that shit was fucked up then. But taking to now it's just, you know, it's it's exponential. Well, think, yeah,
0: but I think a lot of that is just because of the pandemic and the stress. And on top of that, I think the pandemic's probably had the Majority of the stress, people don't know, you know, shit. Are they going to be able to work? They're going to be able to do, you know, they're going to be able to get enough toilet paper to make it through the week. <laughs> There's been a lot of stresses that that has added. Everyone's yeah. kind of been alienated from each other. um That's yeah. added a lot, and then add the, all the political stuff and you know, different social unrest and yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it's so fucked up that the toilet paper thing is a global problem. This like this is massive in Australia as well. When the when the outbreak happened you could not get toilet paper anywhere and hearing that it's the exact same in the US. What is it? Why toilet paper? Why not like corn and beans?
0: Yeah. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) I I do not get this. I don't get get it at all. It's really strange. You know what's really shit? What are people doing with toilet paper? (laughs) That's my point. If if the idea is that they're bunkered down. Okay, great. You are set for toilet paper. What are you going to eat?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right i don't i don't know no no idea i, I purpose I, personally i did not hoard toilet paper me, yeah I, no I, we had a hard time just keeping it you know keeping the rolls full <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i went down i went down to one sheet that's what i did I, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> one square Rational. that's it rationing yeah. yes it sucks to even think about that because i'm correct me if i'm wrong i think you guys were meant to tour australia with some 41 in like april or may right
0: yeah, we were. Yeah, that that sucked. I, I hate when we we would see that on the calendar, deleted, deleted. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a bummer. Just a bummer. We we're really looking
2: forward to that too. Yeah,
0: I mean, supposedly it's just been postponed. I think we're gonna. Yeah, we're we're in talks to, to make it happen again. Now that things are starting to get back to normal, at least in terms of the pandemic, at least. We can set that aside soon. I think we're all pretty confident that that's going to happen, you know, with the vaccinations and, and, you know,
2: stopping the spread of that. Well, if Australia ever lets us back in. We just spoke to a journalist who said zero cases in Australia.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> Zig, can you vouch for that? Are we going zero? Yes. He's, he's nodding. Yeah. 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 We had like, if we, I'm, I'm in Sydney, so if New South Wales, for example, got up to I think we had a cluster in like late December and we got up to like 30 and it was genuinely like panic stations were going on a lockdown again. But I saw wow. a, I saw a tweet earlier this month from someone in LA and they're like, we only had 2000 today, like open us up. So the, yeah, message, right. it's, yeah. it's it's much oh, different. Yeah. Yeah. The, the
2: US has about 40,000 cases a day, I think right now. I don't know. I so it's, I don't know. It's crazy right now. It's a, just so different. I wouldn't let it yeah. in either. If I were you guys, I wouldn't let it yeah. in. Yeah. We can't be it. We cannot be trusted.
1: You could get in right now. There's all you have to do is apply for it. I know, like there are a couple of comedians um, that are, are touring. One's already toured. Another one's touring in a couple of weeks. You've just got to commit to quarantining before and after.
0: Quarantining in Australia would be a dream for me. I think. I, I think I would love it. Well, yeah. no, you like you can't leave your hotel room. Yeah, VB. Oh, okay. That'd <laughs> yeah, be all right. That'd yeah, be all right.
1: Do, do yeah. your plans like come off pause once this is over, or do you very much start again? Like, I know you guys have some shows planned for December in the UK, which right now seems like a bold move, but surely come December, we're going to be in a better position. Surely, I mean that's what that's our you know our fingers are crossed, and we're we're right now we're going
0: with the best advice that we have in terms of you know the virus and what it's going to do and and how the vaccinations are going to work, but we're hopeful that eventually it's good. You know. This will be behind us, and we're going to slowly start ramping up. I don't think it's just turn the switch on and off. I don't think it works like that. I think it is a, a slowly, you know, ramping up and getting used. Even if even if we're going out and playing to, you, you know, venues that are you know fifty or seventy five percent full, um, I think that's a start. You know,
2: I mean, our venues are usually less than fifty percent full anyway. So that's not yeah. <laughs>
1: You <laughs> know, there was, there was like, there was 20, 25,000 people at Good Things and you were the headline set. So congratulations, number one. Oh, thank you. thank, thank you. Yeah. Love you. Do you guys remember much from that tour? Because that was memorable for, for a number of reasons. One, obviously that was the very first Good Things Festival. Two, Tony from No Doubt was, was playing with you guys on that trip. And was it in Adelaide that like there was a major electrical issue and did someone always die? I remember the power going out, The PA went so out. So no one was in danger? Not that I remember.
2: Yeah, I don't remember anyone being in danger there. Is that uh, the tour we did Smash? Yes. No. It was. Okay.
0: We did Smash all the way through?
2: I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did, right?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. I, that was, like I said, it, I just don't remember what the set list was. That was a lot of brain cells ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, i that, was, that was drinking great. a lot then and i was drinking a lot during the pandemic too
2: yeah that was
0: uh, yeah that, that was a lot of fun it was fun having tony out with us i added a different element to to what we were doing we did uh australia and then we also did Japan with them a, a couple months later or before
2: or
0: a couple months later uh yeah that was that was a fun show and um was it stone sour was on uh with us we got to know all those guys yes. right stone um, sour, they the great, used
1: baby metal
0: there murphy's were out Um, so yeah a lot of a lot of great bands um and just a lot of camaraderie really really kind of just good feeling throughout the whole the whole thing
1: after the break dexter and noodles talk about let the bad times roll and clear up those rumors about original prankster steve bell here i present the handshake agency podcast rewind Each series takes you back to a moment of musical heritage as we present oral histories about great albums of our time from the people who made them. If, like me, you have a geek-like curiosity about your favourite artists, track down Rewind with Steve Bell at thepodcast.com.au, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favourite shows. Going back to, to uh, Let the Bad Times Roll, I was listening to the second or third time today and it just, it kind of reminds me of like that vintage Offspring sound, but just perfectly modernized. And it is the first album in, in what, 10 years now. Where do you guys, obviously it's not out yet, but where do you think it'll sit in the Offspring catalog? Is it is it one of the ones that you want the Offspring fans to, this is one of the albums you need to hear to understand this band.
2: For sure. Absolutely. You, you always want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we've been hearing comments kind of like yours. This sounds like they're saying it sounds like classic offspring, whatever that is. Yeah. And uh, I know that we we purposely did want to go back to a, a, a simpler, not a simpler, uh, I don't know, a more straightforward kind of sound.
0: Yeah. We knew that it had been a while. It, it, only nine years, not 10 years. Come on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Almost <laughs> 10 years. Okay. okay. <laughs> I say only nine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs>
0: half empty um, half yeah full. but yeah but we you know we knew it had been a while and we knew that we you know when we come back out we want people to know that we are still the offspring you know which isn't hard for us to do I think we we always there's a certain kind of music that we we love making that we that that, you, you know yeah that, that made us want to be in a band in the first place so we keep always coming back to that you know at least on some form of the record we just wanted to make sure we didn't do too many songs on this record that are that are different, you know, from left field. Having said that, we have a song. We, well, it's it's gone away. It's a, an old Offspring song that we do almost entirely on piano. Ooh. You know, just piano and vocals. Um, we have another song that has horns in it. Um, you know, very horn driven. So we we do. Uh, you know, we always kind of experiment musically. Try to apply what's really good about this band to other styles of music, um, but we still come back to that. You know, kind of melodic but heavy. You know, kind of punk based sound
1: yeah that, that come to think of it that piano version you guys did have gone away at good things was like my favorite moment of the set that was i'm glad that's on this album
0: thank you yeah we we, we uh we always felt it added a, a certain dynamic to the to the, the whole set whenever we played it you know really kind of brought it down and then and then you know we'd bring it back up right after um it also adds a purity to that song you know, we weren't sure how it would go over. It was Dexter's idea. I want to try it with just piano and and then maybe have the band come in at the end. And I remember being on the side of the stage and just kind of getting chills at, at how well that song worked. And, you know, when, when you really just kind
2: of strip it down and, and purify it. That the, rea- way. the reaction was unexpected, for sure. For sure.
1: I mean, if I can be over, overly critical for a second, there's not enough Redman on this. What was that all about? That's right. Yeah, he was busy. He was unavailable. Yeah. 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 Do you know people still... Like, I was looking at like forums in the late of this interview. People still like, is that Redman or an original prankster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can we just confirm that then? Like, I'm, I'm going to make a story out of this because people are like, I'm sure that's not Redman. But it definitely is. No, it's is. Redman,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely Redman. He came out and did it uh, live with us on TRL too, I think, right? He did. Yeah. yeah. So they're, was... if, they're not, if they don't believe they can go chat, I sure that's on, on the, the
2: interweb somewhere of
0: him yeah. doing
2: it with us live. And, you know, we were recording in Atlanta and Redman was in New York and he agreed to do it and we needed to do it right away. So we said, look, we'll come to you, which is great. So we got Brendan and I, we got up really early, took a plane to New York and got there and he wasn't there at the studio, right? So they called him he goes, oh, he, uh, he just woke up. He'll be here. He'll be here in a minute. And it's like, I don't know, it's one o'clock. Half an hour later, they call him again. He's on the way. He's on the way. He's coming. Anyway, it took him a couple hours to get there. <laughs> And you could tell he was still like shaking it off the night before, right? And wow. I was like, hey, yeah, just, I'm going to go in there and just kind of get ready. I'll be ready in a second. And he went in there and rolled the, the most enormous fluff I've ever seen in my life, right? <laughs> and went through about three or four of them, got completely wow. baked. And then he's like, okay, man,
1: let's go. Let's do it. Well, while you, was, you guys are uh, just sitting there quietly drinking water waiting. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Decaf
0: Pretty
2: tea. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes. Well, I'm glad we so can was- we can confirm that finally. I'll make sure the internet knows. Jesus Christ.
2: He was great. He was great, by the way.
1: Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I, I love this album. I can't wait for people to hear it. Um and it was so good to talk to you again. Hopefully we see you in the country very soon. Again, if you want to quarantine, you're more than welcome. Australia will have you.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Seriously, it's only a matter of time. We can't wait to get
1: back. Yeah. Noodles Dexter, thanks so much, guys. We'll talk soon. Great talking thank with you. you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Big thanks to Dexter and Noodles for coming on the Green Room Podcast to promote their new album. It's called Let the Bad Times Roll. It's out on Friday, 16th of April. Be sure to listen to it. And uh, if Dexter and Noodles... I've got to tell the truth, they're going to be back in Australia very soon, hopefully when uh, they're allowed to travel again. That is the episode. Thank you again for listening. And if you want to hear more episodes of the Green Room Podcast, head over to thepodcast.com.au for more episodes, including Bill Burr, Kings of Leon, Tash Sultana... And some other shows as well, including The Take with Willie Mason, That Sucks, and Rewind with Steve Bell. I'll talk to you all again next week.
2: Agency Network, produced by Neil Griffiths, recorded and engineered by Jake Parker, executive producer Craig Treweek.